Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and today I'm joined by the beautiful Avea Nelson. So good to have you here. Avea is a musical artist who focuses on expansion and connection with spirit through her heart-opening music. And her sound is this uplifting blend of soul and R&B and reggae. And there's just, it's just this beautiful amalgamation of, of a lot of vibration. And it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So welcome, Avea. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you so much, Kara. It's such a pleasure, such an honor. And thank you for the beautiful introduction. I so, so appreciate it. Yeah, well, it's it's great to have you here and and congratulations are in order because I'm going to put put a little puzzle piece together for listeners here. Um listeners of the Meditation Conversation podcast may have heard episode 106 where mm-hmm. Michael Massey and I talked to David Lyon and we yeah. discussed David's marriage um which it has happened at the energetic level and will be followed by the the physical mm-hmm. wedding. Um, and so to put all those pieces together for everybody, this is David's new wife, Avea. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Yes, our union has been um, such a blessing and it feels like such an honor to, yeah, to just come on here and connect all the dots, be another piece of the puzzle and uh, yeah, to share more of the magic, more of the light and um, for you guys to just get a a little taste of both of us uh, in our individuality and also in our togetherness. Right, right. And and you know we we did talk in that episode about the the energetic you know it's been an energetic union and one of the things that was really interesting that he talked about was i had heard him say in previous um previous i, I don't even remember if they were videos or or how i I'd, I'd run across it but he would talk about how he had been telepathically communicating with his wife Mm-hmm. But he did not know who it was. And mm-hmm. so what was interesting in in the episode that I referred to that he'd been on um, on the meditation conversation, he talked we I asked him about that because i I had heard him say this a few times, and I'm like, so now that you know who it who it was that you were communicating with, was she having the same experience? And he said that your experience was different. So I'd love to hear from you about how, how it, what was it like on your side? Oh, that is such a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good question. Um, it was very different from, from my side of things. So I feel like, um, one thing that was very different in, in both of our experiences was for one, I always had this deeper sense of knowing that, he and I had some kind of soul contract that we were here to fulfill on some deeper level. And I was also simultaneously aware that the versions of of ourselves that we were at that point in time weren't, um, weren't in perfect alignment to be, to be quite honest, there was still a lot of growing on both of our ends in order for us to truly come into alignment. But I always had, this deeper knowing. And I think that's why it was always, I guess, more challenging for me because even when he had let go of the idea of us, I was still left with this sense of knowing and kind of not knowing what to do with it. Um, And so I would say that like in regards to his experience of telepathically communicating with his wife, for me, that very much feels like like the part of me that was always in the knowing the entire time. And even, even the moment he came to me and shared with me like, whoa, this is really happening and I'm truly seeing you as my wife and there's this huge shift that happened and all the things. There was truly a part of me that really wasn't surprised at all. I was like, well, of course. And 
I will say there was the of course, and there was also the realization that we both needed to come into these versions of ourselves for us to truly fit and 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 just come into alignment with each other. Um, because and and this really is like on an individual level. I feel like we each had some some growing to do in our own sovereignty to come into this union, but from a true place of of power, of of self empowerment, and and of self fulfillment, and not seeking fulfillment from the other. Um, so yeah, so my side is a little bit different. I did not experience, it's not like the whole time I was like speaking. I mean, I guess I was. I just, for me, I, I had this knowing that it was him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I very much perceive it as my higher self, just communicating with him. So like that version of myself that I was like bound to step into was the one who was communicating but I wasn't quite there at that point in time I still had some some self-nurturing some self-blossoming that I needed to step into so yeah from my perspective I, I see it as um as my higher self that was communicating with him um but it was yeah it was quite a, a different experience that's, <laughs> that we had. that's amazing and it, it's so it's so beautiful and it's um it's so relevant and important and mature because I think that so many people do enter relationships, especially I could see from his perspective if he's feeling like he already has this other half and it's just a matter of him finding it. That indicates almost like a completeness that mm-hmm. comes through that missing piece. And I think that a lot of us, feel I mean I'm married I've been married for a long time but I mean I I wasn't old I wasn't born married um (laughs) but um but I I have a friend actually that we were just talking about this a few days ago because she's had this on and on on again off again thing going on and she has reached the level where she understands like okay I have to work on me because I was looking for him to offset all these things or to complete me, you know, to, Mm -hmm. to fulfill like this, these aspects within me, I wanted him to provide for me. And Mm -hmm. now I understand that I need to step into, I love that saying, you know, like stepping into or because it's there, but it's this Mm -hmm. growing into it or this expanding into it so that you realize that you have that fullness already within you. You already are complete. Mm-hmm. And this is like a union to complement that mm-hmm. rather than to complete. But I wonder if, was there anything like consciously that you were doing or any practices or, or teachings that assisted you in that? Or was it, maybe it's both, you know, the, but the time sort of came that you were able to grow into it or how did that manifest for you? Um, that's a great question. Um, and yes, there was a ton of intentionality involved. It definitely, um, for me, this path has to, to become who I am today has not been one of just time passing or, or any type of, um, I want to say like, part-time um like I want to say like hobby kind of thing (laughs) thank you hobby yes it's it was it's literally been for me like my investment and my devotion to myself is what I live and breathe in every single moment it's what I'm all it's like complete and total devotion and when I left my career I used to teach French. I used to be a French teacher. Um, when I left that, I, it just began this deep, deep dive. It like cleared so much space, so much time. And it literally, well, it became quite addictive because 
Um, well, because the more you dive into yourself and the more you explore those shadows and you realize that all these stories aren't really true, you start to experience yourself in such higher, greater ways. And, and that level of liberation is truly one like no other. There really isn't anything quite like it. And to be able to not only experience that, but experience that from from a space of you giving to yourself and receiving from yourself and seeing yourself like that is so deeply empowering. Mm. And so I feel like it was what for me was years, years of deep, deep devotion. But also when I speak to devotion, I feel like sometimes there's this, um, there's a tendency to feel like there's a seriousness to it. And there really isn't, <laughs> at mm. least it wasn't the case for me. It felt so much more like this deep passion and excitement to wake up every morning and to be in full service to who I am, to being my greatest and whatever came up of course there was all there's shadows that came up there was I mean it got messy and emotions and um and it was always so worth it at the end of the day because it always just allowed me to see myself more and the greater I saw myself then the greater I could actually receive myself and it's in the receiving of myself in this practice over so many years um, that I feel like it's allowed me to step into the woman that I am today and a woman who does, who is not seeking for her needs to be met by a man, but is simply like, I'll just give you an example, Kara. Like I literally start my mornings with what I call my morning ritual. And it's a ritual in which I, it's the first thing I do in the morning. It's I come into a space, I have this huge mirror and I lean into what feels present in me that morning. It could be anything. It could be perhaps there's frustration, irritation in my body, or perhaps there's inspiration and excitement, whatever it is, I literally receive it, welcome it, and I amplify it. I, I just allow it to like move through my body. And my intention is to be completely of service to whatever those energies are. So to be of service to my frustration, to my irritation, to my inspiration, whatever it is, and to fill my cup to the point where it is overflowing, where I have literally fulfilled all my needs in that moment, and then start my day from that state of being, from the state of being in which I am overflowing with my own abundance and create from that space, give from that space where there isn't any needing, there isn't any, well, I want this, I want that. And because I just gave it to myself. So yeah, that's so. fascinating. So, so can you expand a little bit on like, if there are things that are coming up that are irritants in that practice, and then you're amplifying it to the point of it overflowing. Mm -hmm. So is there transmutation that happens with that? Or is it like, I'm just going to be full on frustrated. I mean, but it sounds like when you're finished with this practice, it is like you're ready to go and it's been uplifting. But mm -hmm. is there like a gap between like if the if the if what's showing up is difficult or, you know, mm -hmm. more shadowy or is how do you come away from that? Mm hmm. Totally. So essentially, I guess like where I can give you guys like just a little, yeah, like kind of guide you through it. It's essentially just being present to whatever is present in that moment, whatever energy is. And most of the time what people would do, they might wake up and feel, let's say they're irritated because they weren't able to do quite a few things on their to-do list, right? And then, but then now you're waking up with that and then you're just going about your day and you're carrying that irritation with you versus taking a moment from, I usually take an hour, it's not that much time, um, to literally sit with it. And it, it feels very much like opening yourself up and welcoming it 
fully, fully receiving where that irritation is coming from, where that frustration is coming from. And it might bring up tears in the moment. It might, it might, and it'll, it might amplify in your body, but you're creating space for that energy to move within you instead of resisting it, mm-hmm. instead of keeping it down low and just continuing with your day and carrying it while along with you in your day, you're creating space for it to move. And as you see it, as you recognize it, and as you bring your intention, intention, sorry, to serving it, and it, it, that's literally the, the, the point at which it, it starts to transmute, it starts to, to dissolve, because you're bringing your full love and attention to, to literally being of service to it. Mm. What is it that you need? And a lot of times it just feels like I just need space to breathe. I just need a moment for myself. Or sometimes maybe the irritation is going to be like, I feel like I've got so much on my plate. And just allowing yourself to just sink in deeper and to let go of wherever there might be tension in your body, wherever there might be stress and starting to move your body in ways in which it starts to move that energy, that irritation. And, I, and so I do a lot of like movement and, and dance. And, and so it, it, it literally starts to dissolve, move the energy. And by the end of it, I mean, I feel not only so liberated by whatever was present, but I feel so supercharged yeah energized by my, yes by my own by my own magic really mm. is what it feels like and I use a lot of sexual energy as well like I just I fuel myself with all of it in order to just be a deep deep service to myself and mm. and it just naturally starts to dissolve as you move as you listen to it as you give it exactly what it needs in that moment it dissolves and then bringing yourself to that higher vibration and starting your day creating your day from that space well <laughs> that's yeah. one heck of a magical yeah that's a beautiful <laughs> practice thank you for sharing that yeah, so, absolutely. and just by the way, actually, I will be um, offering um, just because it's been so life changing, actually, for me to do these morning practices. So I'm going to be offering that uh, weekly for free, whoever wants to join just um, as a service to women. It's it's particularly for women just mm-hmm. because of the feminine energy that I use to like mm-hmm. um, conjure up. And, um, yeah, I just feel very much a call to gift that and, um, to allow other women to be inspired by what they can literally experience within themselves and the level of power that they can start their day with simply with, um, yeah, with something like a, a morning practice like this. So um, oh, that's yeah, great. so you can be on the lookout for that. Yeah, if you have any details for that, send them over and I'll put them in the show notes because that'll be a beautiful yeah. offering. Yes, that's 100%. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about your musical expression. I know that music has been an important part of your spiritual journey. And even the way that you came into music was based on following a higher calling and, and was kind of a surprise when it presented for you the way that I understand it. So Mm -hmm. do you want to share a little bit about how you came into, into music and following that path? (laughs) Sure. Um, so yes, music definitely ended up being the breadcrumbs that led me to my own, um, not just like my own spiritual awakening, but also I want to say um, to this life that I deeply and greatly enjoy. So I would say to this level of, of um, liberated lifestyle that I that I get to enjoy every day. Um, and yeah, I, I pretty much I was a teacher by profession, um, and I absolutely loved it. It's like we always hear these stories of people who are like I. I left a job I hated to pursue my dreams and I left a career that I loved, Kara. Like I <laughs> thought I was going to retire. I love these kids like to the bottom of my heart. They just meant the world to me. And 
all of a sudden, you know, I was just diving deeper and deeper into learning what it meant to love myself. And at that point in time, I just kept getting the intuition that I had to go towards my music. And it felt very crazy for me. Already, Lion had, um, had kind of planted that seed a few years prior, um, which was very interesting to me at the time because my music was not something, it was something very private that I kept to myself. And fast forward three years from then, I was starting to feel that calling and it happened very quickly within, I want to say three months, it just became crystal clear that I needed to leave this dream job, this dream career that I adored um, to pursue something so crazy that I really had never even done, you know, in public, I had never shared anything. It's not like anyone really knew me as a musician or a singer. And it just became the best decision of my life. It was, it became so much greater than what I thought it was. Like at that time, I thought I was moving towards like, oh, this dream, I'm going to share my music and I'm going to like be on Ellen and like all these different <laughs> things, you know? And little did I know that the universe was like, oh, honey, we have so much more than this. You and it just it's almost like my vision started off small and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. My experience of it because it's almost like choosing my music became the gateway for me to choose this epic life mm. that I live that is so much greater than just my music. Um, it feels like my music is definitely one thread, a very major, major thread of my passion. Um, and it still sits under the umbrella of all of who I am. Mm. And when I tuned into that, once I let go of the nine to five, once I let go of all of that and I started building and working for myself and investing in myself, I realized that the greatest thing that I could ever invest in is in me and is, is just in my own shine. It's in my own love, in my own power and experiencing the, the, the most liberated version of myself and allowing that to express itself, whether it's through music or through mentoring or through whatever it is, but for that to be in the driver's seat. And, and so in that sense, it very much feels like it exceeded my wildest dreams. Um, and um, yeah, I hope that answers your question. Uh, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. So it sounds like... Um, it was, I, I, I don't know if which way around it would be, if the music was sort of a catalyst for your spiritual awakening or if it was the other way around, but it feels like they go really hand in hand and it's like the music is an expression of divine service. Um, yes. Do you want to talk a little bit about your spiritual awakening? Sure. Yes. So just to, so my spiritual awakening happened very much when I reconnected with Lion. Mm. So he and I had known each other for a long, long time. Um, we lost touch and I, I mean, I had moved to California. I was heartbroken. I was jaded and, um, and suddenly he had reached out and we ended up reconnecting. He was still in Montreal because we're both from Montreal. And I was like, hey, listen, you know, I live in California, whatever. And my heart was very close at the time and I didn't realize it. I was actually an aspiring trophy wife at the time because uh -huh. I just, yeah, because I literally... I thought that love didn't exist anymore because oh. I had given so much love at that moment. And I realized, wow, I loved enough for two people and it still wasn't enough. Mm. Like this man still wouldn't love me the way I wanted to be loved. And so that was my conclusion when I had left everything and moved to California on a whim. 
And so that was kind of my state of being in which um, Lion very intuitively uh, reached out to me. It was very much out of the blue. And when he did, we reconnected and I met this man who I did not know anymore. He was completely different. Really? Then completely. Like the lion that I knew was a performer. He was, um, had a huge ego. I mean, <laughs> he was just, he was very much full of himself. He was always very sweet and kindhearted, but he was very full of himself. <laughs> and he knew it too. You know, he had this macho kind of ego. And then the man that I met when we reconnected, when I flew back to Montreal, was just the soft hearted, I mean, magical, sparkly eyed, shiny human being who was all of a sudden talking to me about fairies and angels and guides and, and channeling and all these things. And I'm telling you, Kara, it took me no time. There was no delay in in me, in terms of what it sparked, all all those words, as soon as he said angels and, and guides and fairies, my whole body just lit up. And he literally, he literally gave me the experience of what I knew was true about life. Because mm. there was a part of me that knew that life is magical and I just had lost my way I just didn't know where the magic lied anymore and this experience of him of experiencing especially a man I mean I'd been so heartbroken by the men previously in my life who was just everything but that in and of itself was very much my um spiritual awakening and we basically began a um a very long friendship um a love story a deep friendship there's so much intertwined but that was that was the beginning for me because it just lit it literally lit my whole spirit on fire and from that moment on I was just like yes love does exist magic does exist I knew it the whole time I just needed I needed a sign from God from the universe that it still exists and this man was the embodiment of the magic that I I thought was wasn't here that I thought I would never experience again that's amazing yeah I love that and it 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 brings to mind a conversation I was just having yesterday um, with a, a shaman and he was talking about how different words are like um, are can be used as like sparks or like vectors to kind of point people to like to wake something up or to spark something within them and we can yeah. use like the way that you talk about it where it just lit your whole being up and you could feel mm -hmm. it within, um, yeah. you know, that's beautiful. That's, you know, definitely a really valid way that that can manifest. We, it can come as synchronicity where it's mm -hmm. like, oh, somebody uses this specific word like fairy, you know, maybe mm -hmm. was, and, and it's yeah. like, oh, that's the third time I've heard that today. And I don't normally hear that word, you know, but it's, or I mm -hmm. saw, I just read this thing or, and these like obscure, more obscure words that it's, that are point, you know, these are like pointers that people that like where higher levels can connect with us. So it's like these specific words that do certain things with us. And thank goodness that you had the foresight to connect that and to honor it and to be like, okay, I, yep, got it. I receive, I'm receiving, I'm, I'm receiving, you know, 100%. because who yeah. knows how many times we're sent those things when they just bounce off us and we don't absorb it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's where the, the embodiment is very key because yeah. when you're receiving something from someone who already embodies that frequency, whether it's higher love, magic, possibility, when you're receiving it from someone who already embodies it, that's when it's able to like ping you to really hit you right where you can feel it. But I feel like the words by themselves can just sound like pretty words if right. they're not accompanied by that embodied yeah. frequency and vibration. Absolutely. Um, the tonal quality as well helps to deliver yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. It's so interesting and mysterious and 
beautiful. I love it. Yeah, I very much feel it's interesting because when I reflect back on that version of myself, who's very much like still grounded in her like humanness, you know, Mm -hmm. I really, I can see why the universe led me to music initially to as a as a gateway to to just exploding into more of myself because had had the universe been like hey come this way you'll experience like the greatest liberation or you'll you'll experience um a level of empowerment in your womanhood that you've never experienced before like that would have almost sounded too out there you know what I mean like I needed something more tangible and I feel like it was so divinely orchestrated that life was like cool you you're you're tuning into the magic you're tuning in back into to love and to yourself now follow the music follow these bread crumbs and I did and it was like it was almost in following the breadcrumbs that I realized, whoa, there's something so much greater here. Um, So much greater than, than a passion or a skill. And it just lies in who we are, um, the experience of who we are. And, um, and I feel like that, that this experience was a little bit, it was a little bit too far-fetched at the time for me to really, um, for me to be like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. Like, yeah, it was too much. Yeah, you, you needed know? like the little stepping stones to be able to. A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. And even like, I feel like even in my most recent evolution, like there's been a, even a shift in me where it's like, whoa, like yes, I, I deliver a certain quality of medicine through my music. And I feel this higher calling to serve in a much higher way to serve women through mentoring, through bringing them into their own state of of true power, of fulfilling all of their needs, of, of, of seeing, experiencing themselves as the one, and then attracting, creating their reality from that space. Um, because that has been, I mean, that's beyond magical. Like, I feel like my life is just is beyond like magical on an inexplicable level. And I just, it's almost like I want every woman to tap into that because it all lies within. And, um, and so, yeah, so this actually feels very much like the evolution of going from using music as a medicine to Mm -hmm. deliver to like now going into full-on mentorship Mm -hmm. and offering my my mentoring to to women who feel called to just step into their greater selves and create the reality that they really want but from the inside out Mm -hmm. Um, that's beautiful yes what that is a truly a divine calling for Mm -hmm. sure and and there feels like there's a lot of resonance with that mm-hmm. with that trajectory. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting too because you talked about the music kind of being this more tangible mm-hmm. way to get to yeah. the the next version of who you are, and it's so that's a really curious dichotomy, I think, because. <laughs> Because we are surrounded by music as much as we want to be in in this modern age, it's everywhere we want it to be, and we and it can be this hugely powerful tool that's infused yeah. with vibration, and you know yeah. we can we can yeah. set our sight on this on specific frequencies to accompany and to to assist in our awakening or to assist in what we're working yeah. on spiritually and. Um, but it's like there is this mystical. Uh, there's so much to dis- to, ex- to discover within mm-hmm. music. It's so powerful. Sound is so powerful, and it and it is like the, it's layered, you know. So we've got like pop music or you know whatever that we just like to listen to, mm-hmm. um, and we you can kind of bounce around to it, and that serves a. a, a purpose you know with within our journeys here too but you know you can start to be really deliberate in the frequencies and in the messaging that's coming in through music 
Um, and so it, it has this real ability to, it contains a lot of mystical, um, power. Yes. Right. And, um, so, so it's interesting because it's like, it's also so abundant and it's around us and we're so used to it. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's an easy pathway, Mm -hmm. but actually use like turning it to use it as a higher tool is, Mm -hmm. is another evolution. You know, it's like, it's, a hundred percent. Yes. And it, it truly is such a powerful tool. And I feel like, and I use it so, so intentionally, especially in my morning practice, whatever feels present. Oh boy, do I have a playlist where I just like, it'll be like this song and I'll put it on repeat and I'll just like feel it and feel it and feel it and, and just embrace it, receive myself. Like there is so much out there. There's so much that music allows, I feel like it's such uh, uh, yes, a magical gateway that can be used like these portals to, to just experiencing ourselves in, uh, in such greater ways. And I also feel like it's such a parallel for everything in life where, where it, it's all about your state of being because you could literally receive just about anything as like such a magical experience and it's never like what it is but always how it's like what state of being are you in yeah how are you connecting with it exactly because I mean someone else could be listening to the same tunes that I'm listening to in the morning and be like oh my god this is so annoying like yeah this the same thing over and over again you know what I mean so yeah, it's, 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 it, to me, it's very much like cultivating a state of being that allows you, that allows your like spiritual pores to be in constant receptivity to whatever is present, to whatever gifts are, or opportunities are wanting to be seen. And even when I speak of gifts or opportunities, I'm, I'm still speaking of things like triggers, because even in triggers, I, it's, I mean, the treasure lies in the trigger. There's, there's always, you know, freedom at the end of that. So, so yeah, so I guess I, um, I guess I'm just, I wanted to emphasize the the state of being part that literally has the power to um, transform any experience in the most magical one. And I totally agree that music is one heck of a gateway to, to, to magic 100%. Yeah, it's fascinating. So 2021 has been quite a transitional year for you. And we're only in May, like it's very early May as we're recording this. But um, yes. you are, you're in Costa Rica, you just moved yep. into, you know, a, a new house there or, you know, mm-hmm. moved into a perm like a permanent house for you from what I understand. So the way that I the way that I have understood everything to happen is you went to Costa Rica kind of on a vacation at the start of the year. Uh-huh. Yeah, it wasn't so much of a vacation. It definitely we we definitely had intention. Mm-hmm. I was um I had gone back to California to wrap things up and Lion was in uh, Montreal. So we needed to meet up somewhere and Basically, both of us felt very limited in our freedoms um, by both in in Canada and the U.S. Um, And so we wanted to go elsewhere and we were just looking at our options and we were like, all right, let's let's just let's start this nomad life in in 2021. Let's go wherever spirit brings us um, and be open to to whatever happens. Um, so basically Costa Rica was going to be our meeting place. Um, we, we didn't think we were going to stay here more than like a couple months to be really honest. And we just ended up falling in love with the land, the people just being so close to the jungle, the moon, the stars, the ocean. It just, it literally, 
opened me up to an entire version of myself that I had no idea that I, that I was like, I've never been a morning person in my entire life. <sighs> and I wake up around 545 every morning. Really? And yes. And I do my morning practice like by 630 and I just, I love it. Like, and I, I didn't even know this about myself, you know, like it, it just blows my mind, but yeah, we fell in love in, well, we fell in love again. Yes. Right. <laughs> and then we also fell in love with the land. Um, and we found an incredible home. We like to call it our magical mansion or magic mansion. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're here, we're here pretty permanently at least for a year. And then either looking to buy or to build. Um, so yeah, wow. it's, it's been one heck of a, one heck of an un, unexpected unfolding of events. Cause we thought yeah. we were gonna, our plan was actually Costa Rica, then Mexico, um, then Bali. Bali the whole time was our ultimate destination and we never made it to Mexico. We never made it to Bali. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. That's beautiful. Do you feel like you're just riding a wave right now? Like, does it feel like things are kind of settling? Because the sense that comes to me when, with all of it is like, there were, it was a beautiful pile of leaves and they've just been kind of like thrown up in the air and they're drifting down and it's just (laughs) beautiful. And, you know, but they're still like, everything's still settling. So is it, is it, do you kind of feel like you're starting to um, get a sense of where things are are going or? So, I mean, we definitely feel settled here. This Mm -hmm. home, this epic home that we found, I feel has been the catalyst to, um, to having that, that, that inner feeling of home within ourselves of feeling fully set settled mm-hmm. and also rooted in one place. Cause we have been doing, I mean, we've been living out of a suitcase and doing the whole Airbnb flow for the last year and a half through, oh, really? um, yeah, through the whole like COVID thing. Oh. So it was a lot. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a lot to not have that experience of, of just coming home and, um, yeah, this this home was really was really interesting because it was such an edge for both of us in which it was way out of our our budget that we were thinking of initially. And yet when we saw it, we were just like jaw dropped and we we're like, oh my gosh. And and this is where, you know, honoring your spirit is such um a deep practice of devotion and trust Mm. trust is huge because the brain wants to say yeah but this yeah but that's that's a huge percentage of what we're making right now yeah but that but this but that but if the spirit is saying yes to this and let's just trust like you need to trust and well, of course we did. And <laughs> because yeah. that's who we are, we just always go for it. And Kara, it's been an explosion of just even more abundance in all its forms from, you know, soul family coming in from different parts of the world, staying with us to incredible new friends that we have met to even greater opportunities and offerings that have come through from the the inspiration and the level of creativity that this home has inspired in us. Mm -hmm. So, and I share this because it, it, I feel like it's such an edge. Like we're so tempted at times to listen to our mind and the logic, but spirit knows what it's doing and it's always trying to give us more. And so we have definitely found our home in this home, in this, uh, in this town, we live in the town of Samara, Mm -hmm. um, up on the hill it's just it's just gorgeous like oh you need goodness. to come out here and see us oh, like <laughs> wow. well Costa Rica does keep coming up for me um I have a close friend who went there who lives in Denver but she took a family vacation there and she and I were talking about she, I happened to connect with her like hours after I talked to David last time and so mm-hmm. she was filling me in on her trip with Costa Rica and there was a third thing too and so it's it's one of those we're looking out for the summer potentially as as a little family trip, but 
it's uh, yeah, it's supposed to be beautiful. And then I I saw on Instagram as well that um, your birthday surprise <laughs> with the the dolphins yeah. and the horse riding and oh, yes. so much. Yeah. It seems like the nature out there is incredible. It's unbelievable, and I would say that it's like you can only click into it like fully shift if you spend I want to say at least like three to four weeks here Mm. because otherwise like there's a bunch of stuff that could totally freak you out I mean there are scorpions and tarantulas and snakes out here like there's there's all of that um and there's also like a ton of birds and there's the ocean and there's monkeys that you hear all day and and, um, parrots and like so there's a lot of everything Mm -hmm. and I feel like in order to really immerse yourself I feel like yeah for for, for me it's it's honestly been such a journey in just discovering I want to say this like this, the woman in me who's way more deeply connected to the earth, to nature, to the moon, to the stars, to the, to the medicine of the ocean, of just everything that's, that's present around and that provides us with such healing energies, with such like uplifting energies as well. Um, but in order to be able to actually tune into that, you kind of have to like really immerse yourself in the in uh, in the area in the jungle and the ocean uh within the land and so um so yeah I, I mean I highly recommend it to any to yeah. anyone it, it's it's quite it's been quite the magical experience it's hard for me to imagine myself living in a city again to be really honest yeah um, yeah I feel like our our vision at this point is to to be with tribe to be with uh, in community, really, mm. um, and uh, and yeah, and eventually have a, a family, but in in community, yeah. um, so that feels cool. that feels very much uh, exciting and supportive, and yeah, uh, yeah it's part of our our greater vision. That's mm-hmm. that's beautiful. So, as we wrap up here, I'm just considering, you know, everything is fluid, and I find it really interesting. I mean, you. Fluidity, I think, is is uh, no. You're no stranger to that this year. Just <laughs> being totally in the flow, but um, I I find it really interesting to see what's coming into focus for people at certain times, um, and how it changes over time. And you've touched on this throughout. But you know, my meditations, for instance, frequently I'll change focus on what I'm invoking or what I'm trying to get into deeper awareness of. And that could change from day to day, or it might be like for a few meditations, I'll be focusing on one thing in particular. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, the focus changes to something else that I want to tap into or grow or whatever. Um, Is there anything that you're particularly working on right now beyond what you have, you've already kind of touched on some of this, but in terms Mm -hmm. of your development, your spiritual growth and so on. Absolutely. Thank you so much for this question. Um, yeah, I, I just, I feel this, um, this deep call to be, to be working with women, um, to share, um, just to, to share, um, my mentorship, my leadership with women who are seeking to experience their own level of power, of passion, of excitement in their life, of, of just all the things that they're seeking on the outside and realizing it can all come from within and then manifest like so abundantly on the outside um, and so that feels super exciting for me. And, um, and so, yeah, so if there's anyone who feels a call towards that, um, you can very much uh, visit my website. It's just Avea, www.avea.love. And, um, and yeah, I'm going to have it uh, up there. I'm, I'm revamping it at the moment, but uh, within the next uh, couple of weeks, it should be up and running. And uh, definitely be on the lookout for some really epic retreats that Lion and I are planning. Um, oh my gosh, what a treat. There's, we definitely have some 
amazing things and the work with some just next level people, next level ascending masters. I mean, yes, all of this to, to just be in total service to the planet, to the collective, to our global ascension and just to our, our empowerment and being the fullest uh, that we are and living through our shine and our excitement and our effortlessness and through fun too. I feel like so much of like spirituality can be caught up in like discipline and I must do this every day, but it's like, no, like spirituality is meant to be lighthearted and fun and playful. And so, um, so yeah, so those are all the things that I feel very much called to share. And thank you so much for asking because I feel very excited to share that with the world. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> really excited for you. That's really beautiful. And I'll, um, I'll be sure to get your website in the show notes. And then, um, is that how people will access the, the offering the free, um, yeah. weekly interaction that you talked about? Yeah. So it'll, it'll all be on the same website and mm-hmm. for everything that's, uh, I'll give both of them, but th- for everything that's, um, like the retreats that Lion and I are creating, those will be on livingmagic.life, but I will yes okay. share that with you. Oh, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for, for all the service that you're doing and all of the light that you're shining. And you you are just this beautiful light that where you're giving so much with your with just your presence, but then with your through your music and through your experience and your sharing. Um it's just amplified and it benefits, as you mentioned, benefits the planet benefits way beyond the scope of just your own being, even though that has been the route to, (laughs) to the, the embodiment, of course, you know, but it obviously is spreading, um, and encompassing so much beyond just, just your incarnation. So thank you. And thank you, Kara. Thank you so much. This was such a deep honor and pleasure. And thank you for your deep service towards humanity and just creating this amazing podcast and having these incredible people on. Like it is such a gift. And even your presence, I fully feel your shine and your devotion and your love and your sweetness and your spirit. So I feel so deeply honored to have been invited on your platform. So my deepest, deepest, thank you to you and to all the listeners as well oh thank you so much so beautiful thank (laughs) you so be sure you check out Avea I will have her website in the show notes as well as how to get the information for her retreats and her offering that is coming up for how to build a an empowering morning practice. That sounds beautiful. Thank you for tuning in and joining me today. Please feel free to subscribe, to share this episode, to um, rate, review, all of that good stuff helps. Um, It helps spread the light. And I really appreciate your support in that way. So thank you again, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.